Welcome to the Primal Path Podcast. We chat with our tribe to build a stronger connection through our native ways of communication. Learn about our coaches, clients, gym programming, and hear from our local businesses and find out about the latest happenings. Tempo training is like your baby. It, it is. It's, yeah. the, it's, it's the thing that I really like to do. I, I think it has such a benefit. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's start off with the basics. What exactly is tempo training, Nidhi? Tempo training is just adding a tempo to the movement that you're doing, slowing it down, adding in a pause, um, anything like that. And why is tempo training important? Tempo training has te- tempo training is important for a lot of reasons. Um, it has a ton of different purposes for why it should be added into training or workout programs. But I think the, one of the main benefits of it um, is it's a way to progress the movement without necessarily having to add more weight. So this is really good in a group class environment because we're not lifting from racks or anything like that. The way to be able to go as heavy as you can would be to take a bar from the rack. And if we're lifting everything from the floor, we're not gonna be able to obviously go as heavy. So the way to make a movement tougher, um, just as tough or tougher than adding on a lot of weight would be adding tempo, like slowing it down for the eccentric or lowering portion of the movement. adding in pauses, stuff like that. It just creates a lot more time under tension and forces you to control the movement a lot more than if you're just either moving really fast or just trying to lift something heavy at just a regular tempo. Yeah, and when we go, uh, you know, when we're lifting really heavy, it's good for our muscle bellies. It really uh, strengthens the muscle. But if we're just lifting heavy all the time, we're not taking care of the joint and tendons of the body. So tempo training also helps build the, the strength and tension, a little more balance. Now, mm-hmm. it's it's a good addition. I, I, I'm a firm believer in lifting heavy. I, yeah. I, wanna, I yeah. know we talk a lot about not lifting heavy, but, but everyone's so used to being told to lift heavy. And that's why mm-hmm. we always tell everyone that you don't have to lift heavy all the time. Yeah. Though, I, I am a firm believer and truly believe that you should be lifting heavy. You should be getting outside that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once a week, uh, twice a week, uh, different body parts, go a little bit heavier with that work, it's gonna help out. But when we're doing tempo, um, it just allows us also to identify weak spots of the form. So if I'm doing a squat and I have a load on my back or even without it, I could bounce out of the bottom of that squat to get those reps done, especially if I am trying to get them done during a workout. Now, when we do a tempo training, it removes that bounce, that assistance. Like the, it's like the band in the bottom half of that pull-up or a dip if yeah. we're using, right? It gives us that quick rebound, so we don't spend a lot of time there because it's very tough. Mm-hmm. Now, that's always good to do so we feel the full range of motion of the movement. Um, so that's, that's not bad necessarily to do that, but we also want to make sure that we don't just do that. Yeah. And if we just bouncing out of the squat all the freaking time, that lower half of the squat is always going to be difficult. And now when we put a barbell on our back and we add load, everything feels fine until we get to that sticky spot and then we can kind of collapse our entire position with the excessive amount of load on the bounce, right? So if I'm just doing, uh, if I'm bouncing out of a squat without load, I'm using my own body weight and I'm almost doubling my body weight with the resistance of that bounce out. Mm -hmm. Now when I put load on my back and say I'm doing a back squat and I'm bouncing out of that, the amount of tension that I'm adding to the joints and the ligaments that are attaching the muscle belly is really, uh, is a lot. It's, it's, It's a great amount of load at that 
point that we're going from the down to up. Mm -hmm. And with the tempo training, we're gonna identify whether our body can actually hold that load at that lower position safely. And what's gonna happen is either the weight's gonna drop or we're gonna stop or we're gonna identify some sort of pain that's kicking in. Yeah. So it helps identify where we are weak in that movement, mm -hmm. which will help you get stronger, be more efficient. What's yeah. another reason? Um, I think also tempo training teaches you how to create and maintain, maintain tension in the body if you're just bouncing out of like the bottom of a squat or if you're doing a bench press and you're basically just bouncing the bar off the chest, you're really losing tension and just relying on momentum. Um, so tempo training, slowing things down, like like you said, you can't really bounce out of the bottom if you're going super, super slow or if there's a pause or something like that. So it teaches you how to create the tension in order to go that slow um, and then how to maintain the tension across the entire set or across all of the reps. So if you don't have tension, say in your core or something like that when you're deadlifting and you're trying to go super, super slow on the way up, uh, you're probably not either gonna be, you're not gonna be able to pull it up or you're gonna start feeling pain in the back and you'll be able to notice that the core isn't actually engaging if you're going slower on that. Yeah, and you brought up a really good point too. Not only does it help you teach how to create and maintain tension, I'm gonna talk about a little bit more about create that tension, is if we're moving faster in movement and I have to tell someone, hey, I want you to push your knee out in the bottom of the squat, mm -hmm. You, you might push that knee out, but very minimally yeah. because the body knows that it's going to be bouncing out of a position or going through a position where when we do tempo, as you're slowly lowering down, you're going at a, such a, uh, a set pace that you have the time to think about, okay, is my knee out and look at the knee, adjust the knee as you're going through the movement and then be able to feel if there's a difference in your movement. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're feeling more muscles that are being recruited maybe you're feeling a little bit stronger or maybe it's the vice versa. Maybe you're feeling really weak when you push that knee out and you could see that maybe that's the reason why we're having an issue in our squat. Or maybe that's why my feet hurt when I go run because I'm so used to just running these sprints all the time or just setting that 400 of doing the best I can to catch my breath rather than taking it slower tempo and, and having that purposeful movement. Mm -hmm. And when we create that tension and maintain that tension in the body, um, you're talking about this too, is where we're going to be reducing that risk of injury um, because we're going to obviously identify that pain, define, identify where that tension is, where it's not, and then we can start limiting that range of motion if we need to, to we get to a pain-free movement mm -hmm. and then s slowly increase that range of motion. Once we do this with tempo, then we could remove the tempo and try and do that movement at a regular pace. Yeah. yeah, and I think like the good thing about the tempo and creating the tension is that when you are feeling pain in the movement, a lot of the times too, you're not actually maintaining tension in the body. Yes. And that's how you're putting the stress onto those muscles that are the muscles, bones, whatever that you're, that you're feeling the pain on. So when you slow down the movement and you focus on creating the tension, um, and you teach your body to be able to do that, even at like a faster tempo, when you go to do it in a workout and you're moving a little bit faster, your body's gonna know what to do because you trained it to do that. Yeah, and one of the hardest things for your body to do and your brain to do is to learn something new. Mm -hmm. And so that body always wants to fall back into that quote unquote homeostasis of movement, homeostasis of calorie intake, whatever it may be. It mm -hmm. likes the way of where it's sitting. So having that tempo training is going to teach that body how to actually move efficient. And one thing that we talk about is in general, 
It takes about 300 repetitions to create a faulty pattern, and it takes about 3,000 to correct. So if we're just constantly going through those workouts and not thinking about our movement and just bouncing out of those movements or not going the, the range that we possibly can because it feels safe in our body, um, we can just be building up those faulty patterns. And when we do interval training, we're trying to go fast, we're trying to go hard. You could still go fast and hard with, I know this sounds kind of ridiculous, at a tempo. Like a tempo doesn't mean slow all the time. Mm -hmm. You could still be doing a workout at tempo training and that tempo could be your natural movement of of the tempo being making sure that your down is the same pace as the way yeah, up. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be a five second down, yeah. two second hold. It could just be you. Be just a controlled adjusting, one second up, yeah. one second down, just a controlled like one second up. Moving down, stuff yeah, like that. Moving at a tempo that you are aware and are capable of feeling the muscles and you know, feeling the joints and tendons kicking in and recruiting more of those muscles. Mm -hmm. I think those are all uh, a part of it. And we also have the mind muscle connection. Yep. What happens during the mind muscle connection in tempo training, Nadine? I think just slowing it down forces you to actually focus on the muscles. Like, like kind of like how you said, if like your knee is like doing something weird in a squat or something you're trying to push the knee out it for forces you to create that mind muscle connection with that part of the body versus if you're just going fast you can't actually focus on okay now i'm going to push my big toe down i'm going to push my knee out type of thing just because you're moving so fast um i think especially on stuff like pull-ups and things like that when you're doing more of a tempo and you're focusing on actually pulling the shoulder blades back and down and then continuing with the elbows down and stuff like that I think that's super, super important like in that type of movement too. If you're going fast, you're gonna start kipping or you're just gonna start using just like your biceps and your arms and stuff and not the back, um, just for an example. Yeah, that building that mind-muscle connection not only is creating the shortest path of GPS signal from your brain to your muscles and making it efficient, but you're recruiting more muscle fibers by going mm -hmm. slow. Yeah. And if you get more muscle fibers to do the movement, you're ultimately going to shape your muscles better. Mm -hmm. Bodybuilding, you did you did a lot of bodybuilding training yeah. uh, prior to jumping into CrossFit before getting into uh, and like more high intensity type of work. Mm -hmm. And if we look at bodybuilders, I think we can all agree that bodybuilders have some of the most defined looking bodies. Mm -hmm. The functional aspect of it <coughs> is another thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say the gymnast is a gymnast. Let's use a gymnast. A lot of their stuff is tempo training and look at and just isometric holds. And I think a gymnast is the most well rounded. Yeah, one of the most functional people. Yeah, one of the most and functional and strength and flexibility and mobility. And all, most of all their stuff is done. In tempo training yeah um yeah. and there's a reason for that because you get that mind muscle connection to recruit more fibers it's going to shape more of your muscles make you more efficient help you build the movement patterns too build the movement patterns mm -hmm. build your joint and tendon strength along with the muscle belly strength mm -hmm. so build the strength of the joint and tendons build the shape of your muscles to look good build the strength of the muscles as well to do that stuff so realistically like tempo training is is so universal but I think is entirely overlooked at quality because yeah. we're, we're in this go fast mode of life and that's what we try to get you to do. And I love seeing more and more people, whether it's on Sundays, people are coming in and trying to explore movement of just being 
setting a movement and trying to create more of those muscles working or even in class that I'm seeing people instead of just crashing at the bottom of the squat being more aware of their position at the bottom of the squat and it may look like their movements are slower and they may be but that workout like you're saying in the beginning mm-hmm. is just as hard if not harder yeah and yeah. as you get better at that tempo training that's when we can increase that intensity mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but everything should be starting on a tempo yeah, you yeah. should start if you've never done a movement we should be doing it at a set tempo yep and that's the whole purpose when you see elite level athletes let's take crossfitters since it's crossfit open right now and there's tons of stuff going on which is awesome when you're looking at elite level athletes these people have spent the time in their entire job most of them of building that movement since they were young to be very efficient at it and to work into a pain-free movement mm-hmm. when you see them using these rx and prescribed loads they're moving that weight in a pain-free movement mm-hmm. what i think a lot of people happen to do is they grab those weights when they're group class and they're not moving pain-free yeah they're they're pushing that weight because they're trying to push that tempo to try to get a good score and then you finish and you're like man i don't know how these like these really good people move this fast and and and, mm-hmm. and be able to get through that and that's all just being in tune with your body and that's that's the whole purpose guys is just get more and more in tune with your body yes fitness is great but we start to really learn to love fitness and appreciate fitness and understand what it's doing to our body when we take the time and have the patience to understand how the body moves to feel our movements put our mindset into what we're doing and carry that throughout our day every day Mm -hmm. you find that new passion for it and it no longer becomes the chore or you feel guilty about not going to the gym because you now know the purpose of movement and yeah. the purpose of what you're doing. So, tempo training. You guys uh, think through it like, like I'm sure you're sick of Nadine and I telling you to <laughs> go slow and what to be thinking about. But every day is just another way to recruit more of those muscles. And one day, those, the cue you've been telling you for four months, for six months, mm-hmm. that didn't make sense. At one session during the uh, group class or personal training, it's just going to click. And you're yeah. going to be like, oh, my gosh, this cue makes sense now. Yeah. I understand yeah. why you're talking about pulling with your elbows and not with your hands. It all makes sense. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to get you guys to do so you can train at any time, at any location. You know what you're doing, and you can do it safely. Mm-hmm. You got anything else, Nadine? I think that's it. Hell, yeah, guys. Tempo training's where it's at. You guys uh, are seeing it now, and we'll continue to see it with you uh, mixed into all your training. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll see you guys in class.